0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Weird Podcast. Um, I nearly said my last podcast before being a married man, but literally that's not true because um, I'm going to just record one before I get married, like literally in two days time. So this one today is going to be quite short um, because initially I planned to be the opposite of short, which is long, um, because I was going to just do this and then not do another podcast until... I got back from my honeymoon, but then I've just realised, I fully have uh, just time, <laughs> you know, I just fully have a full couple of hours in this week, because I'm off work from Tuesday, so I'm going to be like, yeah, on Wednesday, which is Halloween, spooky, um, I know Catherine and Holly are going to some like baby Halloween event, which you're probably listening to and going, what sort of shit dad guy are you that you're not going to it, I'll explain, I'm the shit guy Who is not invited So You know It's all for, mum, for mummies and babies Not daddies and babies Sly Only mummies and babies Which in the world of uh, This whole Man sized tissue stuff You know How that floats I don't know But When they're at that I'm going to record a podcast Yeah should I be writing My, my wedding speech Or Or should I be um, Doing some last minute Bits and bobs For a wedding Friday Probably, but you know, am I going to give uh, the fans a weird podcast? Yeah, so I'm giving you a major shout out because I get a wee bit stroppy. I get a little bit of a diva when I'm recording my podcast because sometimes you people don't give me enough questions. You know what I'm saying? I put the call out. I put the bat signal up in the air. I put the weird W onto the the Instagram and the Twitter. There, the only two places that I put the call out for questions: Instagram and Twitter. A lot of people asking questions on Instagram, to be fair, on Twitter, not so much, and that's upsetting. So, what I'm saying is, when you see the call this Wednesday, hey, I'm doing a weird podcast, get all in the questions, ask me whatever you want, you know, be cheeky, be, uh, be. I was going to say intrusive, don't be intrusive, be inquisitive, you know, just ask me whatever you want, I'll answer it, because hey, you know, that's the kind of guy I am, I'm open, I'm honest, I... And I love you guys So yeah, I'll be doing that And also it'll be on Halloween too So I'll probably be uh, really scared So it'll be nice to have some questions to take my mind Off the, as you know If you listen last week's podcast Off the thought of Michael Myers slash the Beast of Jersey Coming to get me, you know So that'll be good But yeah, Halloween this week um, Again, sounding like an old guy Where's the year gone? Like I remember, you know, when it was Valentine's Day Which was February. I remember it when it was New Year's Day, which was January. And now, hey, it's the very bloody tail end of October, and another year is gone, and we are just all getting older, but not wiser. Excuse me, (laughs) speak for yourself. You hear me say? Um, but it's nuts. So, all in all, I just wanted to basically say, yeah, I'm doing doing our podcast. Give me the questions. Get involved. And uh, yeah, the. Don't be getting emotional about the fact that it was nearly my last podcast as an non-married dude. Because that's what I was going to be thinking. It's like, oh my God, it's my last one. And then I'm going to be married. I'm going to have a wee ring on my finger. I'm going to have a wife. Which I'm more excited about uh, the fact that I'm going to have a wife instead of a fiancé. Because, fuck, I hate that word. Fiancé. Like... <laughs> I don't. I find words that come from other languages into our language weird because we obviously don't speak with the right accent. So like, fiance in English or in with a Northern Irish accent, fiance sounds gross. Whereas if you go like the full, like a Spanish football commentator when they say Barcelona, like they'd be talking normally and then they go, so so the team uh, Messi uh, Ronaldo Barcelona. You're like what Barcelona. They speak like that. They just like flick into like almost different dialect for it, and so that's the same as like fiance. You'd be chatting and be like, "Yeah, so I was just uh, going out for dinner with my fiance." You just sound really strange. I don't like it. So I'm excited about being able to say wife because wife's just a very basic one syllable. It's my wife, wife. You know what I mean? Simple. And that'll be good. And also the fact that I actually genuinely do want to get married to the girl, and uh, we're in love and stuff. That's good. But also just mainly to say, wife instead of fiance is my my main my main inspiration behind it. But yeah, we're all excited. Um, got my suit all fitted stylishly on Saturday. Um, I kind of wanted. I'm sure you'll all uh, understand and expect this from me but I wanted a bespoke suit you know, I wanted something that would be unique to me and I believe I've got that I went to Bogart in Belfast got uh, Stephen in there to hook me up and tell you what, if you're ever looking a suit go to Bogart, ask for Stephen say the big man sent you and he'll do you a great service I've uh, been fitted by him on a number of occasions for a couple of other fil- or films what the hell? Can of him? I've been fitted for him for another couple of films. Nah, this this isn't the movie. It's ain't the Truman Show. is real life. I've been fitted for him from him for uh, another couple of uh, weddings that I've been at because um, I was best man a couple of times there before. So he had all my uh, measurements and stuff, and I was thinking, oh, maybe how have my, how's my weight changed the last couple of years? I've put on weight. I've lost weight. Um. Believe it or not, my weight has fluctuated a lot But in terms of suits From the last couple of times I've been there Basically the same A little bit smaller in some parts Which was quite enjoyable But basically the same And that takes away the whole sort of stress Of uh, getting fitted Because it's not a fun experience If you're a big dude like myself It's a little bit uncomfortable Just getting like measured and try this on, try that on, you're like, "Um, I've tried about seven different things on dude, and none of them fit me, because I'm a giant guy, but, Stephen had all my sizes, a great selection, Bogart, and and hooked me up, and like, I was wearing a suit the other day, feeling great, I feel, felt like I looked, really good, and like, I'm not a suit guy, like I don't like wearing a suit at all, you know, it's not, I don't, I like the, I'm at my best in life, generally, when I feel comfortable, you know, like, when I'm I'm happy and contented, and when I'm wearing a suit, I am never happy and contented, but for the first time ever in a suit, I felt happy and contented, and I feel like I'm going to look, I'm going to look decent today. you know what I mean, I feel like, yeah, I'm not going to look, um, I'm not going to be 10 out of 10 sexy, because, you know, you, at the old adage, you can't polish a turd, but you can throw glitter on it, you know what I mean? That's the, the way I am in a suit. Like, I'm wearing a good suit that looks nice on me. But ultimately, underneath it all, a piece of shit. Do you know what I mean? I'm a piece. I'm a piece of shit. So, um, yeah, f- I'm feeling good that that's together. It's one more, more worry off my, off my mind. But I'm buzzing. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm pumped up. I'm uh, ready to go. I went and uh, got some bits and bobs. From uh, or for the Groomsman party this week And I've discovered that stuff like that's not cheap You know like wee silly things you imagine only cost you a couple of quid here and there They're dear You know I went and bought some uh, I don't really know if any of them In fact yeah Fully my groomsmen will be listening to this Especially Shane Um, He's we wee snake rat and listens to everything So I'm not going to actually say what I bought But I'll just give you a clue Um, It's something that you would imagine would cost like five pounds, all right, and then you times up by five, which is twenty five, and then that's what one costs. And then you times up by six, which includes the four, the groom's party, and my good self plus two dads, and then times twenty five by six, that's one hundred and fifty. As opposed to 30 So you can see why um, There's a bit of a shock But hey I've only just moved into my house And I've got like a A 30 year mortgage And unfortunately I'm going to have to remortgage now Because that But hey you only, you, know, you only live once You're low And whatnot. But that's been the biggest eye opener so far Has been the cost Of everything So yeah, It's been taking over a week The whole uh, This bull bloody wedding thing But um, I can't wait to do it now So I'll fill you in more um, about how my nerves and stuff Are going on Wednesday As it stands at the minute Have I completed my speech? Nah Have I Have I Started it? Meals, But I haven't finished it I've organised it I just need to put bits and bobs in it Because see when you're me And you do Stand up and chat in front of the rooms of people You know that's fine It's sweet like you can do that all day Still got come home um, I say cow, they're not cows because, you know, we're not made of money, don't have more than one cow, but, um, whenever you have experience of speaking in front of rooms full of people, it seems to come second nature, but whenever you have to write something, like, heartfelt and meaningful, it's different, and you don't want to balls up the opportunity as well, and, like, the moment to say what you want to say, and, um, It's a bit of pressure, like you know. Any, I've done best man speeches before, and I'm just basically, you just take the piss out of your mates. Whereas, to actually say how you feel in front of a room full of people, it's a bit awkward. So I feel like I'm trying to pull that together, and I had written some of that in my, uh, in my trusty notebook that I do do stand up, my stand up notebook, and then I uh, went and left my fucking stand up notebook in pug uglies on thursday so i really shot myself for a few days being like where have i left my book but then i remember it was there went back on saturday to get that um and it was there thank god so uh, i've got my speech in one piece just need to pull it together and then hopefully by wednesday when i do this next episode of the weird podcast when you just give me thousands of questions i will be uh, telling you hey i've got my speech written but which will be weird for you because I'll be telling you whether the speech is written or not. And in the real terms, I'll genuinely I'll genuinely have been married by that stage. So there'll be like all this glorious gossip you'd love to hear, but I can't actually tell you. Because, hey, I ain't no Marty McFly motherfucker, you know what I mean? I'm just uh, a guy that lives in the real world in the current time. And unfortunately for me, I can't yet. Manipulate time. Hopefully, the time eventually will come that I'll be able to do that, but for now, I won't. And that, to me, in itself, is really weird. So, that should be fairly exciting. But, um, Pug Uglies, there's a few things I need to tell you about Pug Uglies. I had the uh, the comedy club this week where I had um, Connor Keyes on headline. He did great. It was a strange night, though. The numbers have been a little bit down in the last couple of weeks. I assume that's to do with like. Getting towards the end of payday or the month and coming in the cold winter months again, people saving up for Halloween and whatnot. But yeah, it was a little bit quieter for the last couple of weeks. Two good weeks in a row to be fair. Well, the last week wasn't wasn't that great for a few reasons, but um the week before was, was blinding. And then this week coming that I'm gonna be missing the BOA on my uh the BOA on my Wedding prep As I said honeymoon I'm losing around myself my honeymoon's not until Sunday But um I'll not be there anyway Because it's the night before my wedding And I'm going to go for a few pints With family and stuff And, and just enjoy chatting to my mates Before I fully get married And never see them ever again So uh, This week Rory Woods is stepping into the the Breach as the, the MC For Uglies And he uh, Will be MCing Cormac McDermott, who was on about three weeks ago, and he was fucking brilliant. And the the, the the debut of the irrepressible Mickey Bartlett, which I'm very excited about. I think Mickey will absolutely kill it. And hopefully, in my absence, there'll be big numbers. Like, I'd imagine so, because, hey, you know, not, like you, you, not a lot of people want to see me, you know what I'm saying? I understand that. I know I'm, I'm eclectic taste. I'm like caviar with... Milk chocolate Melted on top You know what I mean Two beautiful things But together not great So with me and stand up and You know what I mean But this week I'm hoping it's a good week And it would make my uh, wedding week If people were to Come along and have a A wee watch But I went to get my notebook On Saturday And it was, it was weird Catherine was initially Driving the car As we were In town Doing a few wee messages and then uh she drove and parked outside Pug Ugly's I ran in to get my notebook, came out, then I took over the driving because I had to drop her somewhere. You know how it goes. And I was parked outside Pug Ugly's and if you know where that is, it's like it you know, was opposite Nando's and the BBC there. It's where Morrison's effectively was. And by effectively it just is fully where Morrison's was, right? And I was parked out there facing towards like City Hall direction. And there was no no cars. Coming either way. So I went to spin my car around. To go back. To get out of town. Without having to get around like a one way system. And I, sp- I turned the car around. And, and I pulled up the a set of lights. And then was some guy. Like trying to. If you know the area. Like pull through into like a wee car park. Just to the, to the left of where the BBC is. And. He was in such a weird, weird place slash mood. He was, like, fucking flashing me trying to get in. And, you know, I was fully there first at the lights with no, like, yellow box or anything that said I shouldn't be there. And he was, like, flashing me and being real dick. So I I pulled the car a bit forward to let him go through, just to be dead on. Do you know what I mean? And he wound the window down as if he was going to say something to me and I was like right what's this I went to wind my window down and then he just drove past me but fully gobbed out his window like intentionally on the back of my car like a full philip and gebb and did it annoy me yes did it make my blood boil yeah was was my blood hotter than when you're when you're rubbing deep heat on your groin and you get a little bit in your ball sack? Yes. Um was my blood hotter than when you fall asleep in a conservatory in the summer? Yes. Was it hotter than Brittany in the Slave for You video? Yes. I was annoyed. But I had Catherine and Holly in the car, so I couldn't do what I wanted to do, which would be, you know, follow the guy to where to where he lives and, you know, look for him, find him, and kill him. So just basically, if any of you guys out there know of a piece of shit who would spit on cars for just no reason other than you're a scumbag... You give this message to him for me. I'll find you one day, mate, and I will kiss you. And where will I kiss you? On your nose. And what will I kiss you with? My forehead. So, um, if anyone ever has any strange road rage incidents, you know, I'd be keen to know. Of any of those stories Because I'm a bit of a road rage head myself I get very angry very quickly in the car And it's the one thing that like I think Could potentially Be my switch from being a normal Civil Member of society to being like a full Losing the plot psycho Is somebody in a car Like that's the thing and that guy spitting Really Really set me off like um, Mainly just because I had I there's no reason for him to do it, and it's just a piece of shit thing to do. And also, I know this is going to sound weird because of the baby in the car. Not that she knew or understood or fathomed any of it. I just thought it was disrespectful. You know what I mean? And I'd actually use, you know, we toggle the shoots the like the soapy water at the back window. I had to use that? And you know, seeing this weather, you don't you don't like to use that because you got to save it for whenever the ice comes in. You know what I mean? You gotta save that for the Ice Age. So I had to use that to get that this guy's dirty spit off my window, and like, I wish i would got the guy's license plate because I I, I report him. I don't know whether it's classified as an assault or not, but uh, it was definitely disgusting. And I think if he had just spat me, probably would have been assault. But I don't know whether what it is in the car, but definitely got me really, really angry. Got me really angry. And anger is an emotion that like, I don't like to show very much, you know what I mean? Another emotion that I don't like to show too often is that of fear. And with being Halloween, you know, I feel like there's a lot of fear in the air. I spoke last week about uh, the Beast of Jersey, who, what was my biggest fear growing up as a little boy. And I also spoke about uh, Michael Myers scaring me as well. Whereas, you know, now I'm older and I watch the new Halloween, I'm not scared of him anymore. Yes I'm not keen to go outside in the dark at night. Just in case he's still there. But for the most part. He's, he, the fear factor has has died down a bit. But um, still a lot of people get in touch. Having looked up the Beast of Jersey. And tell me how scary it was. Yeah guys terrifies me. In fact somebody tweeted me. A picture of his mask. And I was like hey man. Don't be tweeting me that. It gives me the heebie jeebies or the willies. Which are the same things. You know. Strange old saying Give me the willies Because like That shouldn't be a bad thing To receive willies should be Quite the honour If anything um, But It's a freaky 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 deaky dude To be the Beast of jersey And um, But he's real You know he's, he's a real life guy I believe that like Michael Myers could Realistically be a real life guy you know, that's the sort of stuff that scares me Supernatural stuff Doesn't scare me, like at Halloween I know there's a lot of people going on about this f- movie The Haunting of Hill House Or this TV series on Netflix But um, I just don't think It would scare me that much And like, I didn't believe in all that stuff Until I had an encounter With a ghost Yeah and i'm going to tell you what it was it was whenever i was uh whenever I was about same my early twenties i moved to like my first house by myself like it wasn't a student house it was just it was a- stu- yeah it was a student house actually and i moved up to the house and First day in it I headed up there by myself I'd known them other housemates about As I walked up to the front of the house I noticed an old lady Standing at the house next door Looking in like getting a real goosey Gander on to see who was Moving in next door And it was me And I Walked up to her And she was like You don't want to move in there boy she didn't have that accent, just to clarify. I just I'm doing that for dramatic effect. You don't want to move in there, boy. That's not for you. Player. But I went, all right, enjoy your day, and carried on inside. Thought nothing more of it. And I thought it was a bit spooky, whatever, but went in, unpacked my stuff, and then being a student, did what every student would do, and got myself ready for a night in the lash. Oh, whoa, hit the microphone there. Got so excited. Um... So I headed on out and a few drinks. and um, By a few drinks, I mean all the drinks, like every single drink I had that night. And then I got myself back to the house. Still, none of the other housemates were there, just me. I just moved all my gear into the living or my own bedroom and set myself up, whatever PlayStation, all that gear. And um, went to sleep. and I like woke in the middle of the night to feel this like being in the room and you know when you can like feel somebody nearby and I gingerly looked at the bottom of my bed and I saw this ghostly figure just at the bottom of my bed and as my eyes adjusted to the dark I could see that this ghost had like A full Adidas tracksuit on And I was like "Whoa!" Did I speak this ghost? So I thought yeah I have to And I went Hello? And the ghost went Oh I went Are you a ghost? And the figure like looked at me for a second And then went I mate I went Okay And then like tried to just ignore him And then like the ghost just walked away with my TV And left and I was like whoa that is so spooky that the ghost Would do that <laughs> And then like I just Before I went back to sleep again The ghost came back in the room and was like here mate do you have a zapper for that TV and I went what's a zapper he goes the thing you change the channels with and I went oh you mean a button and he goes "Ah." and I said yeah it's it's just sitting over there and then he just took the the button for the TV and left it was just unbelievable I was like I can't believe there was a ghost there it was weird because when I woke up the next morning I realised like he had just fully taken the TV But, like, that's just ghosts. They're just strange characters, you know what I mean? They just kind of do whatever it is they do, just ghosting about the place. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. So, a bit early in the day here to be going into listeners' questions. But, hey, since I'm giving you, since I'm going to give it you another question or another podcast early on the, on the, Wednesday before my wedding. I'm just gonna fire into these now. Um questions oh for the Instagram questions first. Whoa. Okay, Crikey. Um Luke Gorman's come in with a lot of questions here. Fair play to him. I'll maybe actually just read one of them and then I'll come back to the other ones, after, <laughs> right. First question. Look, good morning. Firstly, I hope you have a great wedding and honeymoon, Dave. Not to steal Chris's thing, but did you hear about the Humvee that dropped into somebody's garden after missing its target? No, it didn't, man. But I'll have a look at this now. He sent me a story. Um. You know what, Chris Barr appreciates you coming in with the sweet story, my man, he'll not feel bad, he'll appreciate it that he's not the only one working on that journalist tip, you know what I mean, he'll understand that, Um. A Humvee military vehicle was pushed out of an equipment transporter plane and landed in a residential area seven miles away from the target. The three-ton vehicle came down in an area frequently used by children to play, according to neighbours in Johnsville, North Carolina. It landed in the back garden of a property between two houses and no one was injured. Witnesses reported hearing a boom as the Humvee landed. Yeah, obviously. If a is going to be dropped from the sky, it's going to make a bit of a noise. It ain't a feather, baby. Um... Witnesses reported to hear the boom as it landed before parachutes designed to slow its fall came to the ground around it. One eyewitness told NBC. I was walking. Next thing I you know, I see one parachute right there and then heard a boom. It just took off and then looked back. Fair play. this is puss-like. Flight or flight, the guy's just full flight. Here's a bang. Like, fuck out I'm going to dodge. Um... But Luke said Yeah for sure Weird thing to happen But what would you love To drop into your back garden Um The obvious answer Is a load of money But Other than that um I don't know Like something Some sort of a, a new wardrobe Like not like An actual Wardrobe But like you know, a winter wardrobe for myself. Like, just loads of special clothes designed to fit me perfectly. Like, designed by Bogart, effectively. It's sized by Stephen from Bogart to my bespoke specification, just to land in my back garden. So I look so sweet for all winter. That's what I like to drop into my garden look. And uh, I'm sure Chris has got you no know, beef with that whatsoever. Gareth, the one eighty two 82, has said to me. Dave, I'm sure I speak on behalf of all the weirdos when I say... Have a fucking good wedding. Looking forward to hearing the stories. But what we all want to know is how many pints are you going to sink before the big speech. Hey Garth, I'm going to tell you this. Possibly three. Why is that? Because I'm going to have a couple, I think, before I get married, and then maybe one after. But I don't like to get too scooped before I do any stand up or public speaking or anything like that. I like to have my wits about me. In case I get heckled and I can answer back instead of just being blocked and coming back with like a Charlie Nicholas response. You should have gone to Specsavers savers because you can't see and your wife told me any glasses. And um, if you don't know that reference, look up Charlie Nicholas, Jeff Stelling, worst comeback ever. It's great. But yeah, probably a couple of pints. Don't like to get myself too loose. Um Chris Barr coming in with another story as per. Um, he's coming with two stories this week. I'm going to just go for the top one because he wasn't to the know that I'm going to f- squeeze in another episode before that. Um, hey Dave, good luck on your wedding day and I hope you have a great time and honeymoon. Hey man, I hope so too. Here's two weird stories Seeing as this is a double weird podcast. The first weird story is about a bright... I love it that, he, that Chris goes into such detail... That he knows what, um, what is expected. You know what I mean. He, he just keeps it on point. He knows him getting married. He gives the wedding-related weird story where he finds it. I don't know. I don't want to know anymore. Just you keep going. You know, in the looking glass, and find what you need to find, my man. Bride to be is asking designer to come up with wedding dresses made of her dead mum's hair. Ooh. The unnamed woman is having a tricky time finding a dressmaker who could fulfil her bizarre request. A bride-to-be is having a difficult time because she wants to be f- festooned with locks or dead mum's hair. The woman from the Bristol area made a sketch of the floor-length ball and requested that the bodice around the midsection have lacy floral design made of the hair. No, no, the woman's 61, so I'm sure her mum's a grand old age. The anonymous 61-year-old wrote... ...that she wants to recreate the dress that her mother wore when her parents got married in 1953... ...and admitted that the request is, hey, quite weird. Yeah, for sure, it definitely is. Um, but posted... Oh, gross, a lot of hair with it. Um. Let me see. He didn't actually ask... A oh, no, he did. If you could design your own wedding suit... Of anything you want. What things would you have? Um, I know if I were to say. When you say wedding suit. I automatically think like Ed Gein's just skin suit. I wouldn't want to do that. I like to make my suit out of. Quilted gold. I don't know if that's a thing. But if you could just like make gold fabric. Into like not like actual gold. In fact no chain mail. Like the rest Scott Steiner used to wear. The head chainmail just, just give me a load of chainmail I'd get, have a chainmail wedding suit Yeah would it be exhausting Carrying all this weight around Yeah but hey do I care Nah because just kind of guy I am Gareth Fullerton's asked Could you bench press Colin Geddes Yes because I can bench press Over my own body weight And Colin is lighter than me But would I be able to bench press him His actual self I don't know because I could I could bench press the weight Equivalent, but I don't know if like the awkwardness of like his body and stuff could. I know Collins had a little bit of an issue with like back injuries and stuff. So whether he could remain completely turgid, that I could press him, I don't know. But in terms of his weight, I could I could definitely bench press his weight, Gareth. Thank you for the question. Kirsty has asked me. Hi Dave, I'm going on a bumble date next week. I'm a little nervous. Can you give me some quick advice and conversation topics? Um. What I would say to you would be, you know, just, I don't know if it's the conversation topics off the bat. My advice would be just go in there and be relaxed. I think it's like anything. If you go in nervous, stressed out about anything, you're not your real self. So just go back, lay back. Obviously, I'd assume if you've been, if you agreed to date this guy, you'll have, like, spoken to him in advance. So you shouldn't feel too nervous, you know what I mean? You should be, like, chilled out, uh ready to be in his company and ready to just have a good date so I'll be my advice on that subject I would discuss my weird podcast, I'd be like hey do you ever listen to Dave Elliott's weird podcast, it's a really good um, funny podcast has this week's podcast been one of the best probs not, why? because it's late on the Sunday night and uh, I'm playing FIFA and also recording a podcast so you know I'm multitasking but you know I'm a dude and we're not we're not world famous for our ability at that um, But yeah, I'd talk about me And I'd also talk about How excited you are to be going to my wedding Is what I would say um, Chris Henning has Said, who are your top three comedy influences Behind Shane Todd, obviously And um, i got to say Ricky Gervais. I love him. I love just his, like, subtle sense of humour. Like, his jokes aren't in ba bum ba bum ba-da, big punchline. It's, like, in the sort of more throwaway style. You know, I love that. I love his stand-up. I love The Office, my favourite TV show, probably. And I love Dextras as well. Other than him, I also really enjoy... I like American stand-up To be honest Um, In terms of actual comedy that I like to watch Louis CK Would probably be up there Albeit you know I'm sure he would enjoy the thought of me watching him Because he's uh, He's keen to have people watch him Um, I assume he he likes them to watch Watch him do stand-up as well As jerking off But you know either way I do like his stand-up And I don't know, third? Biggest, thing. like, I don't really think I'm that influenced. Like, to do stuff myself, it's more just, I don't know, strange. Yeah, Ricky Gervais, and I like Russell Brand as well, which is probably slightly left field, but I find him an influence in terms of how he balances everything, acting, podcasting, stand-up. And shagging, you know what I mean? Obviously, I a soon-to-be married guy with a kid, that last one. Not applicable. But all the other stuff, I'd say Russell Brand there too. Um, let me see. Matt McCulloch's come in with a question saying, who's winning the heavyweight cut, Dave? I'm going to say me. I would be pretty sure, because I think Colin's been flat-out doing his... Uh, is live shows and stuff and doing a bit of a tour and then having a bit of a good time after the shows whereas I've been sort of grinding away in the background just getting that work done so I'd say me um, I'd also imagine that the heavyweight cut will continue once I get back from honeymoon it was supposed to be just up to my wedding but I think once I get back from honeymoon and get that timber back on board I think we should do a big push up into Christmas and then properly get into it because you know like the heavyweight cuts like any relationship can't just be all one side call you know what i'm saying mate get on board good to have you back good to have you signed in again but you know get the gym do some work my man and the last question is from cameron reed that's quite a somber last question he's asked me what are my thoughts on the tragic passing of leicester city's owner and to be totally honest with you cameron i think it's horrible um for any of you that haven't seen the news or are listening somewhere other than uh, like the UK or Ireland or whatever to see this news. Uh, there was a helicopter crash after Leicester's game with West Ham at the, Liber- or not the Liberty Stadium, it's not that, at the uh, Walker's Stadium, King Park Stadium, sorry it is now. And... There was a helicopter crash, and we've just found out literally this evening that Lester's owner and his daughter and a couple of pilots have died, which is, yeah, absolutely, you know, it's horrible. um, Really, really sad. And it makes you wonder, like, I remember, this is going to show my age, but I remember one of my sort of first... Memories probably back in like the late '90s. There was a Matthew Harding was a Chelsea owner, died in a in a helicopter crash, and it just makes you, it just seems to happen too often helicopters. It would be something like I'm not a big fan of of heights. In fact, that that's my number one fear is heights, followed by the Beast of Jersey and Michael Myers, but. The thought of being in a helicopter, I, I just doesn't appeal to me in any shape or form. I like, see going over the Grand Canyon and all that scare the shit out of me because I just feel there's too much of a risk of, like, a bird flying into the rotary blades or something and just dropping, and then, like, to see that happen, it was just, it was, yeah, it was... It's shocking because you see it in the news, let's anything, and you go, flip, that's not really affecting me. But when you actually see it and think about all the people it affects and how tragic it is and how like they're probably just going about their day-to-day business as they would normally do, and then just they end up dead, it makes you really think about just how precious life is. So, yeah, I think it's awful, and I'm sorry to see that, that has happened. And being a big football fan myself, you just sort of feel really down about it so yeah thanks for that question my man you've really uh, made me feel sad at the end of the podcast Carmen but um, uh, yeah it was terrible and that's a sombre note to end the podcast on but on other, other notes yeah please get on and rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you haven't already and go on SoundCloud and Just follow me basically, you know, follow me on Twitter at the Dave Elliott and everything else Instagram, Facebook, Dave Elliott Comedy. Make sure you check out Pug Ugly's Comedy Club this week. We've got Mickey Bartlett headlining, Cormac McDermott opening, and Rory Woods emceeing. I'll not be here because I'll be um, shitting myself about getting married, but hey. I'm excited, you know what I mean. And also, if you're listening to this and I'm I'm talking to you, look out for when I put a call for questions and ask me questions on Wednesday because I might just do a full question podcast. Because I don't think of any other stuff to talk about. Like I find this week's podcast hard enough to do. I wasn't even going to do one this week, so let me know what you think about it. And yeah, God speed. I'm actually roasting over the heat on all night and I'm sweating my bag off. So. Yeah. Recording again on Wednesday. Listen to the po- enjoy the podcast this week. Keep an eye out for Boythorn as well. And next time you hear my voice in this podcast, I'll be married. Ah.